This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation. A special thanks to Larry and Millie Maggot from Miami, Florida for sponsoring this episode of Rise and Shine. It's natural to be concerned about how you're going to feed your family, how you can pay your bills and meet your obligations. But can we pause and ask ourselves the difference between our personal worth and our net worth? even without those things in place. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. A self-definition that's based on another's perspective is untrue and deceptive, writes Rabbi Zef Pomerantz, reflecting upon a famous quote from Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Kotsk. The famous quote goes like this. If I am I because you are you, and you are you because I am I, then I'm not I and you are not you. But if I'm I because I am I, and you are you because you are you, then I am I and you are you. Now, I would agree that a self-definition that's based on other people's perspective is untrue and deceptive. But what happens when it's not other people's perspective that's defining you, but your own? What if you are the one locking into a self-definition that's untrue and even deceptive? As I contemplate this idea, I'm immediately brought back to a pivotal moment in my life. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the phone call that came from the network executive canceling my television show. She was kind and gentle, and she said all the right things to me. We love your message. You've given us so much. But after hundreds of episodes, it was time to pull the plug. And this woman couldn't have been more professional and affirming. She was an HR giant on top of being a tremendous producer. And she gave me that honorable letdown that few of us experience when we're getting let go, canceled, being made redundant. And I remember sitting on my bed, staring into space, and only one thought crossed my mind. Who am I now? I asked myself. Who am I now? And as that thought crossed my mind and my heart, a louder and more powerful voice screamed back at me from my soul. It's a voice I generally shut down quickly to keep my ego intact. But that voice said the same thing right back to me, but with a different cadence, a different emphasis and tone. Who are you now? Who are you now? It shrieked, as if affronted and insulted. Who? And in that moment, I knew that I'd allowed my self-definition, my self-concept, be defined by what I did rather than who I was. As though what I did was the essence of who I am. As though I personally was being canceled. And that voice metaphorically shook its head at me, wagged a finger in my face. It was ashamed of me. If it had needed to go on further making a point, it might have said, how dare you associate your selfhood with your career? How dare you diminish the power of your import by tying it to a job? 
Now, I'm not certain why I was able, willing, and ready to listen to my soul's voice of sanity at that moment, but I thank God that I did, because that moment, at 42 years old, was really the beginning of my freedom, and it was the threshold to some of the best years of my life. It's not surprising that we attach our self-worth to our careers, our jobs, or our roles in the world. For many women, whose foremost emotional identity is being a mother, as important and vital a role as that might be, having their children leave the nest can be an equally existential challenge. I have friends who were like plunged into depression once their kids left home. And that can be just as dangerous to put all your eggs in the I am a mother basket as I am a TV show basket. With the world convulsing, with the shockwaves and split fault lines of a global pandemic, many of us have lost our jobs. Men and women alike fear not only for their financial health, but also for their mental health. Our anxiety and shakiness, it can easily provoke a similar response in our children. And of course, there is a valid reason for concern. It's a valid reason for anxiety. But I assert that there's also an opportunity presented to model a different meaning to making a living. I'm going to call it making a life. Whether you're facing a lost job, a career upheaval, a redundancy, or any other manner of external change. It's normal to feel that quaking beneath your feet. It's natural to be concerned about how you're going to feed your family, how you're going to pay your bills and meet your obligations. But can we pause and ask ourselves the difference between our personal worth and our net worth? Can we ask ourselves how we might model dignity and self-worth even without those things in place? When my beloved late father lost his business in the 80s, I was struck by his dignity and his grace. It was a time of financial depression, and many retailers were having their loans called by the bank unexpectedly. The banks were foreclosing, people were losing their businesses and even their homes. And I remember my father sitting us all down together and telling us what had happened and telling us of his decision to work the bankruptcy in order to ensure that nothing went out the back door, no theft occurred, and that the liquidators made the maximum dollars so that he could pay back his suppliers, that they might be not left hurt as well. And he said to us, you have to be able to look yourself in the eye in the mirror and be proud of what you do. You must ensure you do the right thing, even when it doesn't benefit you in any way. That is how you ensure that you can always rebuild. You've established trust with your suppliers. You can't let them down to save your own skin. And I remember the deep pride I felt in his approach to going bankrupt. How dignified and positive and honest and holy he was. And I knew that I had a model for how to behave when I lost what felt like my business, myself. To all of us who are struggling with the changing state of our economy, the unique challenges of our times, I ask us to consider this week 
as we face all that's in front of us, can we try to separate our personal identity from our careers? Can we model dignity in our losses so that our children will look back at these times and learn this is what it means to do this? Can we believe that we will rebuild and so make decisions that don't compromise our integrity? You know, the Jewish people have a long history of resilience and rebuilding. It is in your spiritual DNA, my friend. May we all look in that mirror and affirm our own value. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.